Welcome to our podcast. So what do you think? The podcast where we chat about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with friends, family, and loved ones. We laugh. The labor where they wash up. Then we wash, wash up. I'm from Missouri, so y'all leave me alone. Yeah, she's from Missouri. She really means wash. I'm learning more and more how little I know. <laughs> they Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing. I can't do this. We do impressions. Hello. <laughs> I love the tomatoes. Hi, ah, this is Chang's Chinese restaurant. We get a little silly. Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. I feel I have a hard time with condom condomate con <laughs> Not condiments. She loves ketchup and mayonnaise. So in genius. Jesus. That's our Southern accent coming in there, folks. I'm just a little black <laughs> A little serious. My spirit, Bubba. What if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that, you know, where is God? Well, well, that's Him. That's Him showing His love. Yes, He's got He's got all these people loving on you. Oh, you know. Yeah. As we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between. Welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name is Missy. I have with me today Robert, my mom Helen, JJ. Hello. Missy. And Missy. <laughs> so Missy, didn't I? Let's, let's look, be sure to note that I'm outnumbered. Uh-huh. And we are celebrating our third year anniversary. Three Yay! years. Yay! Today, folks, today is the third year anniversary. Every week for yes. three years. Oh, my gosh. Right. Crazy. Yeah. So we started this podcast April 24, 2019. And little did we know in January, COVID was going to hit. And it would change the world. And it's been one thing after another since then. A lot of birth pains, right? Oh, yeah. So my first question would be, how has the world changed since we started in regard to Christianity, good and evil, the good, bad, and the ugly? Wait. Robert. Wait. Wait, Robert. Yes, we have to back up. Back up. Back up, because this is going to throw her. Mm-hmm. Ready? This is going to throw her. Tell them how, why you started this. Oh, we're going to back up to yeah, that. Just back up to the idea of what uh, what this How whole thing was about. How did we get started? How did we get started? Why did we get started? Where yeah. are we going with this? When we when can we stop? Oh my God! Here I come to save the day. Can we stop now? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right now. I just want to mention that I am a little outnumbered. So if I disappear, please put me on a regular milk carton, not on the low fat milk carton. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we started because I had a lot of questions about the Bible. I didn't understand a lot of stuff. I still don't understand. A lot of stuff but um i started asking y'all questions i had always asked you questions but for whatever reason we decided to do it on a podcast i have no idea why because <laughs> yes, we did not do. know yeah, what yeah, we were you doing because do. you feel, felt like people might be in the same boat as you were that might you know i was trying to be discuss. funny but oh. well you called mm-hmm. me one day mm-hmm. and said mom i've got all these questions and i keep asking you and um don't you think that there are other people in the world that have the same questions? So why don't we do a podcast? And I said, oh, what? <laughs> That's right. How would we do that? <laughs> well, first it started out just Robert and I. And we did, 
I mean, the the first two or three we did in one day, I think. Yeah, we did. We stayed there for three, four hours and did them. Did them, yeah. 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 And we had no idea what we were doing, had no idea how to do all the things that needed to be done. We just talked. Yeah. Robert, unfortunately, got bit by a tick and he got Lyme disease. And then I had to drag mom and Bubba screaming <laughs> to try to help us out since he need, he wasn't going to be able to do it every weekend. Robert. and Yeah, Robert. Mom calls Robert Bubba. So if y'all get confused, Bubba well, there's Bubba two Bubba. Bubbas in our life. My yeah. stepfather's Bubba and my brother's Bubba. Big Bubba and little Bubba. And Lori wants everybody to call Bubba Robert, but mom says, no, he's Bubba. So if you're confused, I am too, and I don't know what to call him. So <laughs> A regular milk cart, not the little fat one. <laughs> so that's how it started. Yes, and you have diligently pursued this thing and you have yeah. learned so much and uh the quality has gotten so much better and you have Let's not talk missed about that quality one week hush your mouth i'm talking about you i'm thanking you for everything that you have done to keep this going and i admire you no. for all the studying you've done and just i mean there's nothing that has stopped you in three years from You're publishing this podcast every week thank you know, you. i think god, I think god really wonderful. did a, it was it was initially an idea for you and then god gave it a passion and when he gave it a passion it took it beyond just the idea mm-hmm. to uh okay this is you saw things happening not only in your life which we'll talk about in a few minutes but in those around us mm-hmm. and we saw a guy that we would have never if if you would have asked us four years ago, probably maybe even discussed it a little bit. If we just said, "Hey, you know, Bubba's going to go live all over the world," <laughs> I talk about Bubba Smith, not me, because we would have all gone, "No way!" He would never do anything like right, that. Right. And not only did he get on it and do it, he thrived. Mm-hmm. Not only did he thrive, he he loved doing it, mm-hmm. and he he brought other people in when he would start talking about how much he loved them. He said, "And hey, go listen to the bo- the podcast too while you're." Yeah, yeah, and he didn't want to miss. You know, if it was his time in the mm-hmm. cycle, I mean, he was ready. He didn't always have a subject matter, and he'd call Missy and say, "You know, what do you want to talk about?" Mm-hmm. Or he'd come up with something, and mm-hmm. yeah, he, he called me one time because he was uh, not going to be able to do it, and I don't, I honestly can't, I don't remember which one it was, but he was in tears. It's like I just can't, I, I just can't do it this way Aww. physically. Mm-hmm. We just listened to one of his where he was on his BiPAP machine uh-huh. and had gotten off long mm-hmm. enough to do the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was either, I think it was the second to last one. Uh-huh. And I mean, just yeah, and that same, uh, that same time frame that you're talking about, I'm pointing to them. So sorry, we don't have any cameras, but if you did, <laughs> you'd see me pointing at them. But that, around that same time frame, he, he also meets with the guys in his family. Yeah. And I'm a part mm-hmm. of that group. He did the exact same thing. We sat in a 20-minute meeting, um, again, around that same time, and he pulled off his machine to sit there and be able to talk to them. He yeah. could barely breathe by the time we were done. But he determined that the, at the end of it, he was going to pray. Mm-hmm. And he did. Mm-hmm. It was something. It was and for something those more. of you that don't know, he passed away November the 8th, 2021. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to say this, and all of us are going to cry when I do it. He taught us toward the end of his life, the last five to ten years, how to live. At the end, he taught us how to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, he taught us how to move from this world into the lap of Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. And that you don't see every day. Yeah. You don't get to experience it. Yeah. A lot of people, when they, there's so much angst and anxiety when, when people pass that they don't get to experience that with them because they're, they're just too torn up about it. Mm-hmm. But Bubba taught us how to die. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we're that's done. That's good. <laughs> Can we quit crying now? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I've never met a man who was more ready to go see Jesus. Oh, my gosh. He begged God to take him. He mm-hmm. did. Begged him so But bad. I want to say this. He did. He, he begged God to take him. But every night he prayed. He did. Mm-hmm. He prayed for us. He'd take us in his bedroom, mm-hmm. and we all sit down and hold hands, and he would pray. Mm-hmm. And he would pray for us. He wouldn't pray for himself. He would somewhat. Mom would usually do that part. Mm-hmm. She would pray for him and for his health, but mm-hmm. he would he would he would pray for us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he taught us how to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's so very true. Good. That's true, yeah. Well that's how oh, I sorry, started. We okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about the bloopers now? <laughs> yeah, yes. probably should go to that, right? Uh, Jesus is like a Pringle. Okay. Yeah, I know JJ's been wanting to talk about this because when I said Jesus is like a Pringle, I repented immediately because I thought, gosh, that's disrespectful. But I meant, no, it was funny. The more Jesus you get, the more you want. But it sounded awful. I've said some stupid stuff. Don't y'all do like you think over the stuff from the past and the things you've said or. Whatever, and you go, oh, my God, why did I say that? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or something like that. Of course. Well, I knew exactly what you meant. I just thought it was funny that you said a Pringle instead (laughs) of a potato chip. Lay's potato, yeah. You can't eat just one Lay's. Yeah. Well, the commercial is a Pringle, so you can't eat just one. It's not I messed up that, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the whole joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> For those of you, because I don't think we're explaining ourselves well, we got a list the other day that we kind of started going over so we could, we could have an idea what we're going to talk about today. And in the midst of it is this idea of Pringles, which I, I, I after talking about it now, I still don't understand. But go ahead. <laughs> Just forget it. <laughs> Let's talk about somebody else's bloopers. Robert, you got like a hundred. Oh, I'm, I'm sure just in last week's episode. Just now, before we started. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I know you don't want to get into this too much, but, I mean, what we're discussing is how we got started. Then you got limes, and then I dragged Mom and Bubba into it, and then I dragged JJ, JJ. into it. Mm-hmm. So um, I was happy to do it. I was a little nervous at first. What do you what do you think about when you started because you hadn't really done anything like that like mom and Bubba had been and Robert had been in a church environment and studying and learning for teaching a, teaching. teaching a long time and here I'm dragging you into it how'd you feel like I said I felt nervous but I I um, was very excited about you know being a part of it and learning and growing more so um, and. I've always had a very strong faith, and now it's even stronger, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. So. Well, I've watched, we've watched the two of you, talking about Missy and JJ, the growth that you two have had in this last few years is astronomical. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. it's it's unbelievable. It's not just uh, also um, um, acceptance of, you know, teaching. It's it's a it's a something internal. Yeah, yeah spiritual growth. You've surrendered spiritually, mm-hmm. and you're seeing that you're you're what we see is we see y'all growing without us, and that's the epitome of what a teacher wants is for somebody to their students to to take that next step, and then you're teaching us, which has mm-hmm. been happening. 
Uh, okay. The, Name we'll one. come back to some of those. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that. All right. So good. we're going to go through everybody's favorite episode real quick. Okay. So here's, you're going to wish you said this. I'm telling you, you're going to wish it. You said that. <laughs> My favorite episode is the next one. Oh. So yeah, I told you they're going to wish they said that. Oh. Boom. Hey, whoa. <laughs> you can have a brownie later. I, 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 I have one right now. Home. Okay. But maybe it's like this. <laughs> so... Folks, we just ate a huge, huge. We celebrated our three years lunch. We celebrated our three years, and we have a plate of ooey gooey brownies sitting in front of us. We do. That everybody's waiting for the food to digest <laughs> to eat one. Finish the podcast. Yes, everyone is doing that. Well, Mom, what's your favorite? I mean, no, I'm not doing. It. Oh, oh my gosh, who's in control of this? You are. <laughs> uh, but you, I mean, you brought this on. So my, that's my favorite. My, my favorite also is the one you did. Me? Yes, when you talked about your mom. Oh. It wasn't just the fact that you talked about your mom. It was about the fact that it, we all know how much it, you, you were hurting, mm-hmm. and you didn't let that stop. Mm-hmm. You stepped up and said, this is what I'm feeling. You other people are feeling this, mm-hmm. and I want you to know it's okay. Oh. That you're supposed to feel this way. Mm-hmm. This is what it's really about. And it's okay to feel that it's way. It's okay to feel yeah. that And then my third favorite is Bubba when he talked about love the last time. Yeah, that, yeah. I told Missy to listen to that one and mm-hmm. uh, maybe do some excerpts of it on this podcast so to include yeah. him in it because yeah. he's been almost from the beginning yes. part of the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he, when that, he did that podcast talking about talking about love, um, it was something that was it could have very easily just been um, standard church issue stuff. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. This was this was a man who said, "I'm coming to the end of my life. I want you to know I love you." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that's mine. Good. Well, just talking about Bubba again. Um, he always he did a podcast on Barnabas, and I think yeah. everyone who knew him would say he was actually the Barnabas, yes. and Barnabas was an encourager. Right, and you could listen to him on the phone. Yeah. You, when he talked to you, you know, he um, would always encourage you. Well, even when he would talk to his doctors or the nurses yeah. or somebody in the doctor's office or when the nurses and all the uh, caregivers came to the house here, mm-hmm. uh, he was that way. Yeah. He would encourage them and uh, thank them for what they were doing and, um, yeah. He, that that was part of who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to add something that I uh, I hope won't offend. I don't think it will, because <clears throat> we all knew Bubba. We've known him for a long time. He wasn't always like that. No, no. Bubba went for a, a lot of his life, like a lot of us. I'm not pointing him out, but we we were able to talk because he's not here. Uh, but he <laughs> he his a lot of his life was about Bubba Smith. Mm-hmm. And some at some point, and I can't tell you when, Mom. Maybe you can. Some at some point, it clicked. And when it clicked, he went from Bubba Smith to God. God is coming through him, and he's living through him to reach out to others. And when he did that, that's when that change happened. Mm -hmm. A lot of it happened when he got sick. Mm -hmm. And he had to depend on people to to help him and take care of him and uh, do things for him. It humbled him greatly. Mm -hmm. I would not recommend it. (laughs) If you're out there and you're not humble, please go ahead and get humble. Be humble. Because it's my greatest attribute. <laughs> wow. Humility, what? Yes. Um, I also want to talk about the, the way that he said, and you said this, 
uh, what you guys have in common is um, no. What say? What made their marriage work? What made your marriage work is fruitcake, Georgia Tech, and Jesus. That's what y'all had in common, and what made your marriage work? And the Lord, the Lord number I said one. Jesus. Yeah, the Lord number one. And we both love fruitcake, and most people don't like fruitcake, but both I'm of us still did. Still not sure how that works. And <laughs> and we love Georgia Tech, and yeah. you know our family was also. Mm-hmm. Part yeah. of it, but yeah, that's what we had in common. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Caveat for the uh, fruitcake is that Aunt Pat's is the best. Mm-hmm. That's not a fruitcake. That's a friendship cake. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like fruitcake, but I love Aunt Pat's. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing too is, and I've been talking about this in a Bible study, and that is that we both discovered that when we got married, we made a covenant. Not just a commitment, not just a promise, but a covenant. And God doesn't break his covenants, and he doesn't want us breaking ours. So that also, and by the way, those of you that don't know, Bubba and I had ten children uh, when we got married. He had five, and I had five. And um, then we ended up with, um, I think, 17 or 18 grandchildren and 23 great-grandchildren when he passed away in November. And don't forget, though, I mean, out of the 10 kids, you had one good one, and the rest of them were <laughs> iffy. But Missy's her favorite daughter. Whatever. Yeah, Missy's oh, my true. favorite daughter. Wow. wow. This is one of the brownie points. I'm her favorite right. second son. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked, y'all talked about how we've changed, and we, but what about you guys? I don't know. What do you think? Well, I want you to tell me how you changed. Well, we told you how we felt about y'all. <laughs> y'all have to tell us what you, how you feel about us. That's not how this works. <laughs> That's how any of this works. We didn't vote on this. Mom, how have you changed since the podcast, would you say? You have gone through so much. I don't don't know. I don't want to know. All right, I'll edit that out. Okay. You can edit it out or you can add this. So what Mom and I have talked about at times, and she'll agree with this when I say it because she knows I'm right, because I'm always right and she knows it. What was I talking about? I don't know. Because going back to that humility thing. <laughs> so, but the best time for a teacher to learn is when they're teaching. So, growth for any of us to have what I call the gift of teaching happens when we were, we're actually teaching something because that's when we learn. Well, and because you have to research and yes, you have to delve into the Bible and check different things and yeah. Yeah, see, I knew that you've taught stuff that I knew that you knew, but I've never heard you teach it. You've taught it in other groups and other things, but going through the what you've done, y'all done here is just mm-hmm. extraordinary. If y'all have not listened to the temple stuff, yes, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. and that there's so much depth in that, and the way that the temple's taught from oh. Genesis through Revelation. That is my favorite Bible study. You can tell. My favorite study in the entire Bible is the tabernacle in the temple. It it helped me so much because I had no idea. You know, they're good at that teaching where we can get visuals and uh, and we can talk about the Trinity, how you did that, you know, to help people understand. You want me to teach that right now? Yeah, Yeah. do it because we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite episodes. Go ahead. I know a lot of people struggle with the Trinity. I don't know why I never have, but I I haven't. But uh, there are several ways that you can explain the Trinity. And probably the easiest and the one most people can grasp is to teach about the eggs. So you've got in the Trinity, you've got God as a whole. 
And when uh, a lot of times in the Bible, when it talks about God, it's talking about God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit as one. Sometimes it's actually talking about God, the Father, and doesn't differentiate at that point. But uh, you've got God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit as one entity. If you pick up an egg and you look at the egg, you've got one entity. You've got the egg. And then if you break the egg or break the shell on the egg, the outside of it is the shell. Then you've got the membrane on the inside, and then you have the yolk inside of that. So you've got three parts to that egg, which all three parts have a different uh, responsibility. The shell protects the membrane and the yolk. The membrane can be pulled apart from the yolk, and you can whip it up and make you some meringue. (laughs) Uh, Then you've got the yolk, and a lot of times when I'm making a lemon meringue pie, all it calls for is a yolk. Mm -hmm. So you've got three parts with different responsibilities, but when they're all together, they're an egg. You've got the shell is is an egg, is part of the egg. You've got the membrane part of the egg, and the yolk is part of the egg. But they're all the egg. That is the same with God. You've got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They each are God, but they each have different responsibilities within our lives. And that's the easiest way for me to understand the Trinity. Also, you can look at yourself, and I'm Helen, and I am Missy and Bubba's mother. I am JJ's friend. Of course, she calls me mom now, but I'm JJ's friend, and um, I've got grandchildren. I've got great-grandchildren. And yet, all of me is still Helen, but I'm not the same person to Bubba and Missy as I was to uh, Bubba when he was still here and we were married. Your I was his Bubba. wife, mm-hmm. huh? Your, your my husband. husband, Bubba. Yes. Yeah, my son, Bubba, my husband, Bubba. And so you've got different responsibilities, different ways that you interact with people. Mm-hmm. Same thing with God. So good. Egg, so good. Exactly. And that is no yoke. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> How long have you been thinking about that one since she's been talking? I just made it up, actually. <laughs> so here, here's, uh, here's another thing that's kind of cool with the description you just gave of the egg. It's actually, we, you know, we call it God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The egg's the same thing. It's the egg shell, it's the egg yolk, and it's the egg white. Mm-hmm. They all still have the egg name in them. So. Right. Cool. Uh, you know what? Brownies, also, there's brownie on the outside. There's <laughs> brownie on the inside of you. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's talk about Robert because some of his favorite things he, he has said. One of mine is, I've said it before, I'll say it again, is when he got me to realize when he said, God can never love you any more or any less than he does right now. There's nothing you can do to make it different. (laughs) And he also said, God changes you from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we're always trying to work out and make ourselves better outside. But 
it's really truly the inside that. And it really comes down to the the idea of um, living from the inside out. It's about surrender. It's about us surrendering to Him once we we accept Him, bring Him into our the Holy Spirit to live in us. Then it becomes more about us surrendering to Him and let Him work. Mm-hmm. If we try to live from the outside in, it's just frustrating. Yeah, because the world can change that. I mean, you may be sitting here living on the outside of the inn, and all of a sudden the news comes on, and there's a, an attack in the Ukraine or COVID, and you have to put a mask back on, whatever it is. And so it changes your outside world. But the fact is, is because he's changed the inside, he's living in us, we, we, that doesn't change. Yeah. So if we live from the inside out, it's, it's where peace comes from, it's where mm-hmm. contentment comes from. You know, the picture I saw of peace one time, was of a mother bird sitting on a uh, branch, and she had her wings covering her babies. Mm-hmm. Well, the there was a storm all around her, just wind blowing and rain coming down. And it was basically saying that Jesus doesn't always, uh, he won't come and change what's going on around us, but he gives us the peace within us. Mm-hmm. Right. And that mother bird was holding her oh. her baby birds well, and, and th- keeping them safe. I think one of the mistakes make as believers, this is if you're a believer, then I'm talking to you, is that we think that God's going to take us out of a mm-hmm. situation. And I can tell you that 99.99% of the time he will not because he's any, whatever the situation is, he's always bringing us closer to him. And he can't do that if he continually saves us. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he says, I want you to turn to me no matter what the situation is on the outside, and get closer to me. And when you do that, then you're going to be better off on the other end, whatever it is. Lime's a great example. I mean, I quit this for a year. I didn't like quitting it for a year, but I, but I did because I felt like it was something that I needed to, concert, to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And that was back to him. And I think through that, he's really he's, he's asked what how I've changed. That's probably it. I've become more introspective. Because, you know, I'm really an introvert. I'm not an extra. Oh, we know that. <laughs> Forgive the lies. Oh, um, my gosh. Well, so, they, they say that, and, and I mean, I can actually give you examples in my life where it's true, that your biggest growth is going to be through tribulation. Always. Yeah. Never through peace. Yeah. Yes. Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Bubba yeah. used to say that. He used mm-hmm. to say that because especially when there was we disagree on something because I was right and he was wrong. Uh <clears throat> And he was gracious enough to let you know that. Yeah, exactly. Always. Uh, but iron, iron sharpens iron. In order to grow and make the metal into what you want to make it to, you got, there's got to be that scraping, yeah. that sanding mm-hmm. to, to make it smooth. Yeah. Well, let's go into one of JJ's uh, podcasts that I, I loved. It was kind of going along with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you were at a auto shop, and somebody, and you probably don't remember this because we didn't remember it. We were listening to it. Um and a guy had leaned down in your car and was putting something in your car or getting your emission center or something. But he was in your car, and Bubba's podcast was on. And he said... You didn't see his butt crack, did you? <laughs> okay, good. Now I forgot what she said. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't forget what he said. <laughs> You're going to have to Here edit this. <laughs> So, he, he wasn't a plumber. He was a mechanic. Oh, sorry. I, I, I was mistaken. <laughs> and he said, you've been praying for God to change your outside, but God wants to change you inside. And that guy, the mechanic, said, ooh, I needed that. And it's a God wink. And we did a whole, JJ did a whole series on God winks. Yeah. And we're, you know, the God winks, I loved it because it makes you realize 
when you look around, like you're more aware of things happening. You're like, mm-hmm. I see you. Mm-hmm. You're more sensitive to it when you think about it. And when she did that whole series, you know, it makes you more aware. Well, and you, you reach a point where you know that in your life, if you belong to the Lord, in your life, there's no such thing as coincidences. Yeah. They're God incidences. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I had. Bubba had said that to me because mm-hmm. I think I probably had talked to both of you before I did that podcast. And Well, I think, too, that uh, the idea of uh, things happening around you, if you, if you flip that on this lid, flip it upside down and say, <clears throat> well, what's he doing on the inside of it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we look around and say, okay, well, what's what's God doing? Yeah, that's great, but it's really, how's it affecting me inside? And is, is it making me angry because traffic is bad? So that's on the outside. So what, what do I got to do in the, on the inside to surrender to him and let him work through me uh, instead of watching what's going around? Sure, we want to do that. We want to see what God's doing. We want to get involved in his work. But it becomes always, I, I can't stress this enough. I've probably said it on uh, most of the podcasts we've done. It's always about him. Mm-hmm. No matter what, it's always about Him. And it's always, 100% of the time, drawing us back to Him. We right. think it's about us. We think the illness is because I've got Lyme. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's about me coming back to Him and getting closer to Him. Mm-hmm. And being His and not being my own. Yeah. And trusting Him sure. in everything. Yes. And we forget to do that sometimes. We think God wants us to be happy all the time to have an awesome life and no problems do everything uh, right do, yeah. yeah do everything right and you know that's not that's not how it is no matter what is going on i can't tell you how many people i see and have heard say i know god doesn't want me in this job well yeah maybe he does maybe he's trying to teach you something maybe you need to learn to trust him and uh, no matter what's going on. And, uh, you know, at some point when you begin to trust him and obey what he's telling you to do, maybe he'll get you out of that job you're unhappy in. But maybe you're there for a reason. And maybe what you need to be saying is, Lord, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be touching somebody? Are you trying to teach me something? Don't go around touching people. They get mad. Yeah, they do, and they might they might go to HR about you, <laughs> but yeah. No, that made me think of something funny. Can well, I just say it? Go ahead. Go. Your mom, Mama? JJ's mom one time said when COVID came out to not go around sniffing people. <laughs> <laughs> we were going on a little Don't go short, long. People? Yeah. Don't go sniffing anybody. <laughs> she was just. We were going on a trip somewhere for a couple of days, and she's like, well, don't sniff anybody. <laughs> so I think she meant don't get too close to anybody, mm-hmm. kind of, uh, but guess, that's that's how it came out. Don't guess, sniff anybody. Well, until this discussion, I never really thought about doing that, but maybe I should. <laughs> I got something to say. Please. So I wanted to go back to Robert, because um, my other, aside from the Trinity one, that mom did. I love the one Robert did, and I'm, I don't didn't write down the title, but it's about love, and it's about whether or not, like you asked the question, do you think you're lovable? And you said, um, do do you know that God loves you enough um, that you are lovable to Him? And you, this is where it's not about you; it's about Him. 
what this what you just said mm-hmm. and it's you were just talking about in the beginning when we're baby christians or whatever you want to call it and we think about god sometimes we compare it to our fathers and how our mm-hmm. fathers were but our fathers were earthly beings and god is not and he died on the cross because he loves us and we are all lovable to him right. So I really love that podcast. Well, he created us. He can't not love us. Right. If we can ever, ever just grasp the fact that we are his creation and he loves everybody, you know, and he doesn't want anybody to um, not come to heaven Right to be with him, he wants everybody to. But and it can't get any bigger than the fact that it's not only so much that he created us; it, it's, it goes against his nature to not to love. Not so love he can't. He is love. 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 That's I think right. Actually, what I said was he can't not love. Mm-hmm. Right. There's. It's just not. It's, he. It's just not there. He just can't do it. But I think the uh, uh, when folks begin to look for their significance, and they look for it pretty much anywhere, but the obvious place, which yeah, <clears throat> as a created being. We're, we're, we want, we should be looking back to our Creator to find our significance and who we are, but mm-hmm. we have a tendency to look at pretty much anywhere else: drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. sex. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. food. You find it somewhere besides there, and each time you take a hit or you get some alcohol, where is the moonshine, by the way? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I think it means you drank it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's where you get that little boost for an hour or two, where you think, "Oh man, I'm the greatest thing ever." Mm-hmm. But that's not really our significance. Our significance is that we are loved by the Creator because He is loved, not because we're lovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not us that, again; it's Him. That's exactly it's him. right. It's it becomes a it, it, once we accept the fact that it's really not because we're lovable. We think we have to be lovable in order for Him to accept us and to bring us, and so we have to keep going back and say, "God, I am lovable. God, I am lovable." My significance is found in how great I am, God, not in you. Mm-hmm. Once we pass that and get to the point of he's, uh, he is love, he has no choice but to love us, then we get that. That's a, that's a huge hurdle to get over. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And I, I think- remember you said, you are not lovable. I said, thanks. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I totally get it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, people mean, sit in churches every week and they think I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy. Or even worse, I am worthy. Um, well, unfortunately, you have pastors up standing up there sometimes in the pulpit making you feel like you're not lovable. Right. And, you know, talking about sins and, you know, hell, hellfire and brimstone. And mm-hmm. um, they have forgotten to teach about love and uh, you know, who God is and uh, what all we're talking about, uh, they forget to talk about that. Yeah, we should start a band called Hell and Brimstone and have brownies at every one of our practices. <laughs> you know, uh, that's you one mean like Helen? I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> Helen Brimstone. Well, thank y'all for catching that. Wow. <laughs> the genius comes through again. I caught it immediately, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Brilliance in, a, in the accidental. I was going to say that one thing that we could all say probably change and surprise us is the churches during that time. Oh, yes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them uh, went with whatever the government said, shut down. and Yeah. And when you looked at them, you say in your mind you're going, 
are you not trusting God? Are you trusting the government? Or are you trusting God? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were not trusting God. Well, those first couple of weeks, I think, uh, I know that we were, uh, Lori and I were uh, of the opinion, okay, a couple of weeks, that's fine. Yeah. But when it got to be six months and they were still saying, no, we're not going to uh, open, and no, we're not going to, we're just going to, you know, we're going to stay closed, but we want you to, you know, keep giving and all, yeah. which is fine. You should. We should be supporting this. What really, I think the part that bothered me the most was when COVID ended. Now, here in Georgia, it hasn't been what the rest of the, a lot of the no, nations right. faced because we're smart and we, we handled it the right way. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. We'll probably get feedback on that. But anyway, what, what happened at the end of it was all of a sudden these churches all came back online and said, okay, we want you to come back because Scripture tells us that we are supposed to meet together. Right. And but God has called us, and, and they're right. They're 100% right. Scripture tells us we are to relate. That's how the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is a relational thing. Mm-hmm. The, our body, mind, and soul is built for relationships. It's built for relationship with our Creator and with each other. But then these churches come up and said, okay, well, forget the last two years where we've told you not to come together. Now we're telling you have to because Scripture tells you to. I can't say what it did to me. It made me very angry. <clears throat> now, you know, I didn't get angry about it. It was more of a, that's just sad. It's sad that churches look at it in that, that, that perspective. Well, why didn't you think that a year and a half ago? Well, we wanted to protect you. You don't have to protect me. I know how, I'm smart enough to handle it. Mm-hmm. I know where I should go and shouldn't go. I won't lie. I was surprised. It surprised me. I, mean, I think some of them that, and I think they surprised me too. And I think in the beginning of COVID, uh, I, I kind of uh, bit into the fear a little bit, but it took me a while to finally realize, I know COVID is real, and I'm not saying yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's, it's real, and the people got really sick, but um, there's a lot more behind it than that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that took, for me, for me, it took a while to get an understanding of what in the world is going on here, you know, and not I trust I think it opened our eyes to a lot of the churches around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. You know, they wanted you to stay at home and watch it on TV and st- like you said, still send in your money, um, and but it 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 disappointed me more than surprised me mm-hmm. with a lot of them that I thought uh, actually had a deep faith. You're going to love this, then. Go ahead. I think I think it's purposeful. Uh, not, oh, I on, not, not, not on the church's side. I think this is something from because what we're going to see starting uh, well, probably the last couple hundred years. We saw churches, the, you know, the church came into existence, and then the church changed. Right. And the church became the building and not the people. So now what we're seeing is we're seeing the outcropping of that. It's more about the church than it is really about God. We've been in churches where, you know, if you serve the church, you're serving God. They're equal things. And that's just not true. Right. Um, so I think this is an outcropping where people like us looked at it and said, wow, this is really opening my eyes because I thought the system, the church system, was in place, uh, you know, for, for Christ to use us to, to uh, penetrate the world. But the fact is, is that we now see it as it's not. It's here as a building for people to meet and give money. It is it sometimes becomes such a big business that they can't see past the fact that it's about that building and not about Christ. Well, but they also want to be their separate entity. Sure. You know, you've got the Baptists, you've got the Presbyterians, you've got the Episcopalians, and then you have those that are considered non-denominational. And um, I think Dudley Hall said this one time, and uh, 
that God, when he set it all up, he gave um, certain information to um, Luther. He gave certain information to Wesley. And he gave certain information to other to other people that started denominations. Well, his whole idea was that all of those denominations would come together and be one church, one worldwide church. That all of everything he gave to each one of them would come together, and that would build what he had in mind for the church, which is the people, not the building. Well, what happened is. Luther took his ideas and built his own church, the Lutheran church. Wesley took his ideas, and that became the Methodist church, and on down the line, and they stayed separate entities. Mm. And I think God is now trying to pull it all back together mm. because you see a lot of um, a lot of groups getting together outside of the church. Mm-hmm. And just like the Bible study that Lori and I have started going to, uh, some of those people go to a certain church, some don't. And we're coming together, and we're not studying a um, an idea from a certain denomination. We're studying Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're studying the church. Mm-hmm. And when Jesus comes back to get his church... It ain't going to be the Baptist or the Methodist or the Presbyterian or the Lutheran. or It's going to be those of us that follow him and believe in him, which is the true church. Mm-hmm. Amen. Good job. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yes. Yeah, I do think that um, when you stop listening to God and you start listening to the government, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. And... Uh, what is it? You separate the wheat from the tares, or mm-hmm. you know, it kind of weeded out people, and right. you kind of took a different direction yourself. Or I know we all did, but you know, and said, "Wait, that's not important. This is important." Right. And it's so easy to get caught up and look at a church and look at a, a pastor and put them on that pedestal, and you get disappointed every time mm-hmm. because it's not about as y'all always say. It's not about them. It's not about the church. It is about Jesus. Exactly. Yep. And it's easy for people to get disappointed in the church mm-hmm. and the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're in a church, if you're listening and you're in a church and uh, you're uh, and Christ is not the focus of that church, get out. You yeah. need to Leave. move quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> so just uh, talking about COVID and everything. You and I tried to get into the history of the podcast. We treated, we did news nuggets for a while. Yeah, news nuggets, news nuggets. So we talked about biblical prophecy and things that were coming out, and it was so much that we could not keep up. Oh uh, no, <laughs> so it was every day. And the other thing it did that I was surprised. It made me mad. It made me kind of getting bitter for some reason. Anxious, angry. Yeah, and I was like, "This is not what we're supposed to do. Let's stop." So we only did that for a couple of months, but there was so much information that we could not keep up with it. Mm-mm. I mean, it was daily mm-hmm. stuff coming Changing out. Changing. And, and yeah. it's still happening. Still now. is. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that we did it for a short while. Yeah. Just wasn't meant to be. Um, and then we want to talk about all the people on our podcast. I want to give you a list. 
Uh, this is a little thorn in Robert's side. <laughs> Jeff Hutchison. Jeff, we want you back, man. <laughs> you may have to do it remotely, but we want you back. He has. He's Ooh. done one podcast, and he has the most downloads of anyone. Oh yeah, that's the part that's in thorn. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, the most popular one on yeah. on uh, his testimony on addiction. I think Jeff's just going on there and doing it over and over again. <laughs> he probably is he's sending all his friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's click on this. Well, one. that's a, that's good. Except I'm his only friend. So, <laughs> and then we had Roxanne. Oh yeah, that's yeah. JJ's best friend, mm-hmm. and she's a hoot. Yeah. Uh, y'all, yeah. she wasn't like that. She gave her testimony, and we appreciated her giving her testimony. Yeah, she did a good job that day. Yeah, yeah great job. Did. And we want to have her on some more. Yeah, Roxanne and the great Lori Cabrera. Mm-hmm. We had yeah. her on twice. We were hoping she'd be here today, but she had other things to do. Yeah. Well, and she's probably going to listen to this, so I encourage the three of you to guess if you can get her back on here because my, <laughs> yes, my wife is a great teacher. Yeah, yes, and she loves to yes. do it too. Mm-hmm. So. I loved when she gave her testimony. There were things that I had never heard, and I'm so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it helped a lot of other people who have gone through that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, David Copeland. Yeah. Yeah. He's on there. Jermaine Copeland. So Jermaine Copeland is prayers that avail much, and David uh, takes care of her uh, Ministry. ministry. And she's got a lot of books out, prayers that avail much. One of my favorite things he said was, uh, when Jesus opens his wallet, your face is in it. Your yeah, in it. your picture's, your picture's oh, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Mike Farley. I don't know what Mike's up to lately. I'll, I can update you. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it because I haven't been on Facebook in a couple of months, actually, because uh, things changed to keep all the beautiful for me. But Mike is now a pastor in New Orleans. Oh, wow. wow. And when the hurricane came through a few months ago, mm-hmm. he and his family had to evacuate to, I think it was Houston. Oh, wow. Because the place was just devastated. Yeah. They came back, wow. like, the next week after the hurricane. And started rebuilding, started feeding the neighborhood instead oh, yeah. of going in interior. Mm-hmm. Mike is just that kind of guy. He's just like, okay, well, I see the building's knocked down. And we don't have a house anymore, but you need some food, buddy. Yeah. And he just started feeding people and just started cool. encouraging those in the in the community. Last I saw, I think they were working on getting the building back up and running. So awesome. he's a pastor in New Orleans. So wow. he was in Tennessee for a while. Wasn't yeah, he, he was, was going way? to church. A uh, church. He's going to school up there in Knoxville. Yeah, okay. Tennessee, something. Okay. School, but he was he was in school up there, and he got through. He was actually they were um, in the process of training to become missionaries, and they were headed to I think Germany at one point or France. No, France. Uh, but their their uh, ministry was going to be Muslim. Muslims in Europe. Right. Um, so they were training to do that. And then COVID came and everything just kind of went stop. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, he felt the God calling him to pastor a church. And there oh. we go. Yeah. Awesome. So that's, that's right. I'd love to have Mike on again. He's yeah. already said he would. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. And then our yeah. other brother, Daryl. His testimony. Yeah. What a testimony. And I'm surprised he came on. Yeah. But he I am too because he's mm-hmm. kind of introverted. Yeah, you know? he's very introverted. But yeah. he gave, he's got quite a testimony. Yeah, yeah, and anybody that's around Matt, our other brother, yes, uh, we want him on. We've asked him I'll several times. And he, you know, he said to me several times, "Yeah, I'd love to do that." And mm-hmm. he's never shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a time schedule and everything, and he canceled. He's the least favorite of all the kids. Right, I want to say <laughs> that because he's never been on here. Poor Matt. Poor Matt. We pick on him all the time, but he's he's a great guy. He's my youngest favorite. Yes, that's right. He's the youngest favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about something, Bubba. Your husband said all the time. He said, uh, "I'm gonna let JJ tell you." About yes. his ministry that he did. Uh, Go ahead. 
You want me to tell all of that? Or just yeah, can I tell the whole story, yeah. Well, um, what he would say is that God didn't call us to feed thousands. He called us to have five fish and two loaves. Love that. That's all he called us to do. And um, so I'm sure you all remember um, Bubba's passion for the foster kids. At It was at Vintage 242 Church. And um, he was, you can probably tell this better than me, he was in church one morning. Right. And this little girl that I believe the preacher's family. Why? The, uh-huh. Randall, the preacher's wife. They were fostering. They were fostering that little girl. And she was sitting up next to Randall. Uh, during the service, and where we sat, we sat on one side, kind of catty corner to where Randall and Steve sat, and he could see her real, real good. Yeah, yeah, and he just uh, couldn't get her out of his heart. He, you know, just thought about her mm-hmm. and uh, so much, and what they go through, and um, he wanted to start supporting. Well, and, he asked God, what can I do? What? How can I, you know, that's just one child. How can I help? What can I do to help? And then this is when mm-hmm. the five fish, and two loaves and five fish came to him. And he had a men's group at the church. And he, uh, when they would meet, he would ask them, just put a dollar on the table. And, of course, some of the men would put, a whole lot more than a dollar. Yeah. But I think he got $300 that first, first day he asked. Did he? I think yeah. what he got was $300. And so just as the loaves and the fish multiplied, so did, you know. All he ever asked for was a dollar. All he ever asked and for. And he did it in that group. And by the way, that group's name was the Reds, R-E-D-S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Retired and extremely dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, he raised a lot of money for the kids. Uh-huh. Over the time he, by the time he started in his uh, funeral, we also raised more money. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the thing. We always think we got to do something really big. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we don't. It's just one little step sometimes, mm-hmm. and we, we don't want to take it. But you well, think it doesn't the, make an impact. But the thing that, that people don't think about is when those foster children are are put in a home, mm-hmm. generally they come with only what's the clothes on their back. Yeah. They have nothing else. And sometimes the foster parents are called in the middle of the night that we've got some kids that we need to place somewhere. Can you take them? Mm-hmm. Well, that family may not have any extra food mm-hmm. and uh, no clothes. And, uh, you know, sometimes the kids need medicine or something like that. So um, they need extra money. Uh, also, the church has a um, freezer there in the church that they ask people to make meals oh. and put them in that freezer. And then the that. foster parents, when they need a meal, they can come up and just get, get a meal. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. They don't have to pay for it. They, you know, they're donated. Mm-hmm. And so. You don't um, think about that kind of stuff, but it's so huge when, you know, to the, both parents are involved, especially when it comes to that part um, where they have to deal with the courts. The yeah. foster parents have to be involved with that. Mm-hmm. And they may be in court for a couple of days uh and there's just no way they can cook for their own kids and for whatever's happening so they can go in there and grab a meal and take mm-hmm. it home and mm-hmm. you know cook it yeah so it's just got a good ministry there led by randall mm-hmm. randall and steve yeah any yep. last thoughts wait we, we're done
Well, we've been going 49 minutes. If you're still here with us, we love you. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Well, you were going to give some numbers and where where we reach. Robert's going to give I've got those, but before we do, I I think that um, one of the things that that Missy said at the beginning, I sure would like us to revisit, because those of you who are listening listening are pretty uh, regular, because the numbers stay, stay pretty regular every week, except for Jeff's. Jeff, you jerk. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Jeff's numbers went through the roof. I'm telling you, he got people to. Anyway, uh, so, but one of the things we started with was questions. Yeah. And every once in a while, we do get some. We've had some from several several folks that listen on a regular basis, but we would sure like to see some more because those are really fun to do. Mm-hmm. They're fun to do because we know that uh, uh, we're it's specific to a need. Yeah. We may talk about a subject that we think God's called us to talk about, but when it comes to a question, that that's you giving a need or telling us what your need is, what's something you may need to know scripturally, something you just may need to know in your heart, whatever. Somebody uh, wants to pray for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let us know what those are. We, we make it pretty easy through the uh, email and through the website that, that uh, Missy will give you eventually. SWD, you think, at gmail.com. And see, that's so easy. Even I can remember it. What was it again? SWD, you think at gmail.com. You won't remember it? SWD, you think. You think. It's not I you. Let's, let's, do a, let's do a jingle. SWD, you think at gmail.com. That's great. Okay, so we're going to kind of finish up here like we do every week. Before we do that, though, we, kind of, we wanted to relay something that is, um, to us, is um, just incredible. Because we, as we talked about earlier, uh, we've, you know, we, we've been on for uh, three years now. And in that three years' time, we've done 165. We've literally published 165 podcasts. Woo-hoo. Missy's done 165 podcasts. The rest of us, not so much. <laughs> 163. Three, yeah, that's right. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, I've done more than her. <gasps> da, 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 da. No, that's not true. Uh, so we've done 165 podcasts that this is the astounding part. And it was really kind of cool when I shared this the first time with, with Bubba before he passed. Um, every continent on the planet has downloaded one of our podcasts at some point. And it's not just that's one. That's crazy. It's multiples. Mm-hmm. So maybe in Europe, and I don't remember the exact numbers. We don't have to look them up. But Europe is like 53 mm-hmm. have downloaded over the – I know it's over three years. You go, wow, that's not a lot. It's in Europe. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, that's significant to it's, me. Yeah. You know, the, the least amount of downloads, I believe, is South America, and it's still in the 20s somewhere. And, again, it's South America. Right. It's not Accors, Georgia. Or, right. You know, well, we don't Alfred. translate. Yeah. Come on, We don't. <laughs> well, See, even Africa. Yeah, we've, every continent has uh, at some point has uh, mm-hmm. there's been a download or several from uh, every continent on the planet. Russia, okay. we've had a, you know people right. from Russia. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's that that to us is just it's humbling yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for those yeah. who got, for the other three that are humble. Uh, <laughs> it's very humbling uh, for uh, it's just, it's just astounding that we are just short. Of fourteen thousand downloads mm-hmm. over three years. Wow! Yeah, that's just incredible. So thirteen thousand seven something. Uh, but right, uh, right now we're just a little bit short of fourteen thousand downloads from all over the planet. 
That's awesome. And if we brought one person to Jesus, it's yeah. worth it. We are, it. Yeah, 100 million percent worth it. It is. Well, um, we started, I don't know how long it's been that uh, we wanted to give you an opportunity to accept Christ. Uh, but that was a very important part of this because um, we wanted to share the gospel and share the um, Bible verses and teach you and then give you that opportunity. Um, in the beginning, we weren't doing that, so I'm so glad we started doing that. And um, there's no magic words. You know, I just it's just a heart matter. So if you'll bow your heads and pray with me, we appreciate you guys listening. Yes. And we love you so much. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this podcast and what you've done with it, Lord. Thank you for helping us grow closer as a family, Lord, and just helping us grow with you. The most important thing is how we've grown closer to you. And we're still learning, and the Bible is still, like, teaching us different things all the time. And we just thank you so much for that. And if you want to say a prayer, just pray with me. Dear Lord, please come into my heart. I know that Jesus died for my sins. I know that he bled for my sins and suffered and sits at the right hand of the Father now. I repent of my sins, Lord. Please help me grow from the inside out, as Robert says. Please help me learn the Bible and understand it. Make those words come alive to me, Lord. And I pray that you change me, make me, and mold me into what you want. And I give you all my troubles, all my worries, all my fears, Lord, right now. Lift this burden off of me. And I just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you all. This is usually where I'll come back with something insightful that God shared with me while she was praying. So here it is. Always, never, I've got nothing. <laughs> you sound like President Biden. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Oh, Bye. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.